hello friends i hope you're doing amazing welcome back to the growing pains podcast i'm your host allison glick and i'm so excited to be here with you today first of all when i just said my name this is not what this episode is going to be about (laughs) this episode is going to be about um resisting change the fear of change and reinventing yourself but honestly it sort of goes into the topic of reinventing yourself um when I just said my full name there Allison Glick I honestly really resent it (laughs) I um have been thinking for a while about changing my last name um just because I don't really like it um to be quite frank I don't speak with my father and that's where I got my last name from um or his side of the family at all I don't agree with them as human beings I don't agree with their morals um and I just don't really want to have that attachment to them um and I don't know I've told a couple of people about this and their initial reaction is like well like just do it for the rest of the family and it's like no I don't care I don't care to do something to make other people happy in that sense. Like, um, thinking about that last name makes me so uncomfortable. Why would I keep it for the rest of my life? Because I also really don't think I'm going to get married. And if I did, I don't think I would want to take someone else's last name. Um, I want something for me. And I don't know if I'll ever have children. That's something I think about a lot. But, um, like, whether or not I'll have kids or if I won't have kids or if I'll foster kids or I'll adopt whatever it may be, I wouldn't want them to take that last name, and I would want to carry my own, I don't know, create my own lineage sort of thing. Um, I don't know what it would be or when I will do it, but I know I will do it someday, but regardless, we're talking about the fear of change and reinventing yourself today, um, because I used to be terrified of change, and I notice a lot of people are in that same boat where they are still currently afraid of change, um, And for me personally, I learned that I was afraid of change because I had such a lack of control over my life in general and my circumstances and my experiences in my childhood. And things were constantly changing um, in a negative way, in a way that affected me negatively. So with that being said, the fact that I didn't have much control over the things that were going on in my life in my childhood, and not that most kids do, but um, especially when you experience a lot of trauma in your childhood, I think that turns into, um, in adulthood, you micromanaging your entire life, and if one thing doesn't go the way you had planned, you're suddenly sent into an anxious spiral because you have to make sure you know exactly what's going to happen to prevent anything bad from happening, Um, which isn't how it works, but that's how our brain likes to think it works, Um, and that takes a lot of unlearning. It takes a lot of unlearning to realize I can release control and still have things go well for me. I don't have to stay in this cycle and stay in this belief that the second I release control and just allow things to happen how they're meant to, I'm going to be traumatized. Because when you experience a lot of childhood trauma, that's sort of what your subconscious mind believes. Bad things just happen, so we have to control and micromanage every single aspect of our lives to prevent these bad things from happening, when in reality, no measure we go to will prevent these bad things from happening, and all that's doing, all that micromanaging is doing, is stressing you out, and is causing you more discomfort without knowing it. Um, and it's also holding you back a lot, 
resisting change and being afraid of change really holds us back and I'm saying this from a complete place of love as someone who micromanaged and was so uptight and controlled everything and hated change and resisted change and feared change for the first 18 years of my life. Um, I was the type of person that I would ask people two weeks in advance to hang out. I would have to plan every single second of the day. If one thing didn't go to plan, I had the the rest of my day was ruined. I was going to have a panic attack. All sorts of things like this, right? And that's just a mild example, but I think you get the point. And it's because, I, like I said, I lacked this aspect of control in my childhood. So it's almost like telling the universe, like, no, this is in my hands. I get to decide what happens here because I didn't get to decide what happened in my childhood. So I'm going to micromanage every single aspect of my life. When in reality, you're just stressing yourself out and causing yourself emotional harm and mental exhaustion. And that's not fair for you and you deserve better for that. You deserve better than that is what I'm saying. Um, so what are some things I did to become okay with change? First and foremost, it's just a shift in perspective and this takes practice and this takes time and this takes you repeating with yourself and things like that. But I just realized and learned that growth doesn't happen in our comfort zones. It really doesn't. Think about all the people that stay in relationships just because it's comfortable they're not growing, they're not evolving, they're stuck, they're stagnant, they're staying in one place, but it's comfortable, right? Think about all of the people in jobs that they've been in for 40 years that they aren't really happy in, they're not super unhappy, maybe they're content, but they're not evolving anymore. They've reached the glass ceiling of this company that they can grow at. They're comfortable, but they're not growing, or with friendships, or people who live in their hometowns, and it's a very small hometown, but they're comfortable there, they're not super happy, they're not really, they've once again hit the glass ceiling, they're not growing anymore, they can't evolve much more in this town, but they're comfortable, right? You see what I'm saying? It's very difficult to grow within your comfort zone, and that's something that triggered a lot of people. It used to trigger me as well, because um, people take that as like, oh, you want me to like, I don't know. I, I've, when I've mentioned this to people and if you listen to my podcast, I'm sure you're aware that I trigger people <laughs> like once again, because growth doesn't happen in our comfort zone and triggers are areas of our life that we can heal from. Um, so when someone tells you like you won't grow within your comfort zone, if you've known that you will, if you've known that you've been stuck in your comfort zone for a very long time because of these reasons and because you resist change, your defense is going to come up. You're going to get offended. You're going to get triggered and you're going to want to fight back against that. If this is you right now, I urge you rather than getting defensive, rather than getting offended, sit back and think, how have I grown? I am in my comfort zone, and how have I grown in this area, right? And people have, like, switched my words into saying that I'm asking you to disrespect your boundaries. Absolutely not. Have boundaries. Boundaries and comfort zones are two very different things. Boundaries are you protecting yourself, protecting your peace. Comfort zones is, like, you not wanting to push yourself, right? You being scared of change. Those are two very different things. Um, And... 
not everyone is meant to leave their comfort zone at every phase in their life, right? I'm not telling you you're a bad person or you're meant to be out of your comfort zone or X, Y, and Z. No. I stayed in my comfort zone for 18 years and that's exactly what I was meant to do. But there will come a time in your life where you're like, I'm tired of this. I'm done with this. I want to grow. It's time for me to grow, right? Being in the same spot isn't always a bad thing. But if you are keeping yourself there because you're afraid, then there's room to grow, right? Because another quote that really helped me was realizing everything I have ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Think about the greatest things you've ever accomplished. Didn't you have to go through something really scary first? One of my greatest examples of that is the mindset that I'm in now. Me being the person I am today is the greatest thing I've ever accomplished. And let me tell you, one of the scariest, if not the scariest thing I've ever done was face my trauma and face the suppressed emotion and face all of my baggage head on and heal it. And that's what got me to where I am today. Facing my fear of the darkness within me is what got me to my biggest accomplishment, which is who I am today. Another one, starting my business. I opened an LLC when I was 19. That's one of my biggest accomplishments. Scary as hell. But you just have to take the first step. I started a podcast before that. I became a travel agent before that. Right? Six months into my business when I was thriving, I pivoted. Because I wasn't happy anymore. And now I'm in a place where I actually am super passionate about what I'm doing. But that was scary. Right? Traveling to Boston by myself was one of the most life-changing trips I've ever taken. Scary as hell. Going on a spiritual retreat to Arizona. Scary as hell. Right? I'm traveling to Mexico. I I wasn't going to say where I'm going, but I am now. I'm traveling to Mexico by myself in two weeks on another spiritual retreat. First time leaving the country by myself. I'm a bit worried. Not worried. I'm a bit nervous. Scared. Right? It's a normal human emotion, but rather than allowing that fear to stop you, look at that fear dead in the eyes and say, I see you. I get why you're here, but I'm going to push through this anyways. Harness that fear and turn it into something great. Use the fear. Use the resistance. Listen to it and acknowledge this is here because it's what's going to make me grow. Why are we afraid of that? Because we're afraid of change. Even if you've worked through this, your ego is terrified of you growing into a better version of yourself. Are you afraid of your own potential? Are you afraid of how great you could be? A lot of people are afraid of becoming the best version of themselves because they're worried that they might get there and still not be happy with what they have. And then what? Then you have no option but to heal. Because then you'll realize it's not about the material objects. It's not about anything besides your inner world, right? Another thing that really helped me with working through my fear of change is working directly with my inner child. Doing the shadow work and working through the limiting beliefs and understanding where does this come from? Why am I afraid of change? What are the stories here? And how can I switch this? meditating with my inner child and journaling to my inner child and sitting with her daily and talking to her through the process of letting her know I understand why you're afraid of change it makes a lot of sense I get it but that's not our truth anymore and I'm here now 
okay? You can release this fear. I've got it. I promise I will protect you. We are safe. In fact, we love it now, right? Just hold my hand through this process and watch all of the amazing things that come. I promise you, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. And just watch, like, feel the relief in your chest, right? Because even if this version of yourself right now as we speak is okay with change, yourself six months ago, let alone six years ago, likely wasn't. Let alone yourself at six years old, right? Likely wasn't. And you have to honor, respect, and communicate with those parts of yourself. Because just because they aren't physically here anymore, they still all exist within you. We are just a collection of all the past versions of ourselves and all the past experiences we've had and how we can turn that into and alchemize that into our current state. You get to decide what you do with your past experiences. You didn't get to decide whether or not they happened, but you get to decide what you do with them. And that's empowering as hell. It's up to you, right? It's up to you. And that's something else that triggers people knowing that, like, nobody else is responsible for this. It's nobody's fault that this happened, right? It's not your fault that this trauma or this experience or whatever happened. But it's your responsibility to figure out what you want to do with that and how you want it to affect you. I always tell people it's so understandable to become bitter and to become afraid and to become angry and sad. It's understandable. Trauma sucks, right? It does a toll on you. But it's admirable as shit to turn that around and say, you know what? No, I'm going to take this and make myself stronger. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to take responsibility from some aspects. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to figure out how this is serving me and my dharma. How is this relating to my purpose? How did this happen for me? That triggered the hell out of me when I used to hear it. (laughs) Because I'm like, you're telling me my abuse happened for me? And granted, it's all about perspective, right? Something that I realize when it comes to, like, the topic of abuse and things like that, there's a silver lining in everything. And maybe you're not going to look at it, and likely you won't, and nobody's expecting you to look at it and be like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But I do know that it did happen for a reason to me, at least. Because I know that I experienced this trauma so that I can help other people work through it. So that I can relate to other people and spread the word. And use my voice and let people know they're going to make their way through it just like I did, right? That didn't have much to do with change, but I really just felt those words coming to me, so I wanted to talk about it. So, work your way through the fear of change, and once you do, you are going to want to invent yourself every single day. I wake up and decide who I want to be that day. And a lot of people call that fake. I call that flowing. Like, human beings, our souls outside of this human experience, are ever-changing. We are constantly evolving. And I learn something new. I change. I grow. I evolve every single day. And that's one of my favorite things. So some days I'll wake up and I want to dress... And sweatpants, <laughs> and I, that's what I'm wearing right now. Other days, I want to wear my bell-bottom corduroy bright orange pants. The next day, I want to wear my, like, dress very masculine, right? Today, I think when I get dressed, I'm going to do some business cash with a faux leather peacoat and some faux leather heeled boots, right? 
I go back and forth between wanting to shave my head and grow my hair down to my butt. And this is just physical appearance, right? In terms of inner world, I have so many passions. Someday I wake up and I want to be an artist. Sometimes I wake up and I want to be a coach. Others, I want to really tap into my psychic abilities. Sometimes I want to build things. Others, I just simply want to exist. And that's not even going into reinventing yourself. This is just allowing yourself to exist as you are now. But honestly, I think if you don't reinvent yourself often, are you even living, right? A quote that my business coach told me when I was on my last retreat was, if you're not growing, you're dying. Truthfully, we came here to experience all parts of ourselves. No single human is meant to remain the same their entire life. That's boring. As hell. <laughs> like, boring and sad. You're meant to grow and change and pick up new aspirations and pick up new hobbies and pick up new passions and change your mind and change your beliefs and change your ideas and all of these different things, right? The more you learn, the more you're going to grow and the more you're going to adapt to what you've learned. And that's one of the most beautiful parts of life. Yet so many people always say in such a negative connotation, you've changed. And to that I respond, that's what we're supposed to do. I would hope you are as well. What else am I supposed to do? That's like looking at a plant and saying like, oh, you've grown. Yeah, absolutely. Or like looking at a tree and say, oh, the leaves, like the color of your leaves changed, you know? That's what's supposed to happen. That's the natural evolution of the species you're talking about. I mean, look at the history of human beings in general. Is that not a reinvention? Look at the past year and a half of the collective of the human species. That's a reinvention if I've ever seen one. Where would we be without reinventing ourselves? Where would we be without evolution? Stuck in old ways, and that's really fucking terrifying. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to change. You're supposed to reinvent yourself. And for anyone who tells you otherwise, tell them, I hope you find this joy someday. Because there is nothing better than allowing yourself to just be whatever you want to be. And change and grow and take up all the space you want to. And be damn proud of that. There's no better feeling, truthfully. Live out the dreams of your inner child and your inner teenager and yourself now and love all of it. Stop putting yourself in a box. There's no standards here. There's no what you can and can't do here. Do what feels good for you, whatever that may be. As long as you're not harming anybody, I'm supporting you in whatever you're doing, as long as it's making you happy, and as long as it's fulfilling your soul, and as long as you're growing. It's one of my main standards in people that I have in my life. You have to be pushing yourself to grow. I posted a reel about that uh, a couple of months ago, and boy, did my comments get flooded with hate. Oh, you're such a bad friend if you won't be friends with people because they're not pushing themselves out of their comfort zone for you. You're missing the point. If someone ever pushed themselves out of their comfort zone for me, 
I would be a bit worried. Because if you don't want to do something and the only reason you're doing it is because of someone else, you have to have higher respect for yourself. I will never do something I don't want to because someone else wants me to. Because that's not right for you in your journey. Pushing yourself out of certain boundaries and certain comfort zones because of other people, that's very different than what I'm talking about here. I'm saying you see your goals, you see your dreams, you see something you want, and you recognize that's a bit out of my comfort zone, and you do it anyways, right? And also with that, like, remember, have standards and know that you're allowed to have whatever standards you want in your friendship. You're allowed to have whatever type of people you want in your life, and that doesn't make you a good or bad friend. That makes you a good person to yourself, right? What kind of friend would I be if I became friends with people who aren't pushing themselves? And granted, that doesn't make anyone a good or bad person. However, I know what works for me and I know what type of person I want in my life. That doesn't determine what type of human being they are, right? We're not meant for everyone and that's beautiful. But what type of selfish person would I be to get into a friendship with someone knowing that I'm going to very quickly outgrow them because they're not growing? That's more selfish than anything at all. Right? I'm not ever going to ask someone to do shit for me. (laughs) You got me so confused. I want you to be growing because that's what you want for yourself. Because that's authenticity. Seeing someone and the way they treat themselves and the things they do because that's what they want to do. That's how you determine the type of person they are. Not what they do for other people. Not what they do for themselves because other people want them to do that. Absolutely not. That's not a gauge of genuity, right? That's not genuine. Especially if they didn't want to do it to begin with. That's forcing someone to do something. And that's never what I'm here for. You can never force someone to grow. You can never force someone to change. You can never force anyone to do anything. Because that's not a part of their journey. Be on your own journey. Know the type of people that feel best for you in every phase. And if someone doesn't align with that, you cannot expect them to. That's the difference between standards and expectations. Right? You can get upset with expectations. You can get upset with someone's expectations. But you can never, ever, ever, ever get mad at someone because of their standards. Standards is like, this is what works for me. This is what feels best, and I know this is what's going to work in a friendship, in a relationship, and whatever it may be. Expectations is expecting someone to live up to your standards, and that's when things get foggy. You can never expect someone to be what you want them to be for you. You have standards, and you say, does this person, at their natural state, at their most authentic state, meet my standards? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then they're likely going to be a great fit in your life. If the answer is no, then that, once again, has nothing to do with the type of person they are and everything to do with, I just don't think it'd be a great fit at this phase in my life. And that's perfectly okay, and that is so mature and responsible of you. Expectations is seeing someone, actually no, looking at someone, because you're not seeing them, and not even beginning to try to understand the type of person they are, if they would fit good in your life or not. It's expecting them to live up to their, your standards, expecting them to change themselves for you, right? People get into relationships and have such high expectations of like, oh, you didn't do this. You didn't treat me this way. You don't have this love language. Well, you haven't even looked at who this person is. Same with friendships. 
That is why I leave friendships if they don't feel good anymore. Because I'm not going to sit around here and expect people to change for me. Absolutely not. That's so selfish. That's not allowing people to exist as they are. That's so harmful to people as well. Allow people to exist. Allow people to be who they are. Never expect anything from anybody. But have your standards listen. If they don't meet up to it, that's perfectly okay. Send them love, but be on your merry way. All right? I don't know how we got even talking about that, but this was all about change and reinventing yourself. Um, and I just think it's very fitting because I reinvent myself on the daily, right? On the daily. I don't know. I'm also getting really drawn to one of these pictures on my wall right now. It says, I see goodness in you. And I just wanted to tell you that. I see goodness in you. Be gentle with yourself. Even if you've messed up, we all have. You make mistakes. You hurt people. You hurt yourself. But you're still a good person. You still have goodness in you. Nobody is inherently good or bad. We just are. Right? Be gentle with yourself. Know you're growing. Know you're changing. Especially if you're listening to this podcast. This isn't a podcast people would listen to if they didn't want to grow. So be proud of yourself for that. Um, I love you, friends. This is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. 25 minutes. We're capping it here. Um, Go follow the Growing Pains podcast at growingpains.pod on Instagram. Um, You can also find that link in my bio. Follow me on Instagram, on YouTube, on all of it, TikTok. Um, And make sure you go listen to my new podcast that I started with my soul sister, Courtney Barron. The podcast is called The God Complex Podcast. Um, You can find it on Apple and Spotify. You can also follow us on Instagram at The God Complex Podcast. Um... But I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. And I am so grateful for every single one of you that listens. Um, I'm fully aware I don't know all of you that listen. But please DM me on Instagram if you do listen to this. Especially if you listen all the way through. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Um, And just have a conversation with me. Because I want to personally um, and individually thank you for supporting me and listening to my podcast. Because I love doing this. Um, And yeah. Thank you so much. I hope you have a really beautiful day. Take care of yourself and try to push yourself today if it feels good for you. I love you. 